0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: It's the Underpowered Hour on this week's show. New accessories for your old Defender. Stick shift uses way up and we have a humongous Ravel Rally Reveal. And now, without delay, here's the show. Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Steve Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about our cars and what we're working on at the BarrisCollection.com or follow us on Instagram at The Barris Collection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss.
0: Thank you to everyone joining us today. I'm the independent wiper motor to Stevens Moisture Sensing Wipers. I am the obscured vision of podcasting, Ike Goss. I own and operate Pangolin 4x4 in Springfield, Oregon, where we live and breathe Land Rovers. Check us out online on Facebook, Instagram, at Pangolin 4x4. Let's get started. All
1: right, Ike and Eliza and Jenna, we've got the full team here this afternoon uh, for what is some very uh, exciting uh, Rebel news. But before that... We have some exciting Land Rover news. Uh, new old Defender accessories. That's I've right. Heard this. I've heard yeah. this. i New shit for your old Defender from none other than the Land Rover Classics division, <laughs> where they have partnered with a couple of different manufacturers to create a rooftop tent with a Land Rover logo on it. Tent box. And uh, they've got some plywood boxes that slide out of the back of your car. Some mm-hmm. pretty nice stuff. Um. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It's it's yeah. A neat. Yeah. Tent box is a is a nice one.
0: It's uh it's got the rooftop tent. And this particular example, uh, I think is indicative of some of the things that they're going to be offering, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they've got the rooftop tent, and then they've got uh like a sort of camping. Interior accessories, yeah. so yeah. Uh, yeah. a box uh, that is a bed platform. I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. looks like it. Yeah, underneath it has a drawer that slides and pulls out. Uh, no word on whether that includes like sink, kitchen,
1: yeah, or something. Yeah, if it's stuff. it's like almost dormobile, you know. Yeah, like, it's, it's almost uh, like they. they it's made like in some... the neighborhood, you know. It's, it's close. It's close, yeah. but uh, I mean, yeah.
2: it looks like it's really leaning into the overlanding crowd, yeah. you know. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah, they're they're jumping on the bandwagon there a little bit with the uh these accessories. And they got some uh accoutrements, some pillows, uh, or oh, yeah. padding or or um I guess what would you call that?
3: Cushions. Like cushions.
1: a little cushion, like you a, little throw? That a fold little throw pillow into a bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's those like it's like those things that everybody has on their bed that you take off the bed before you go to sleep and you like put in another room or somewhere because you don't cover They're, just, they're st- strictly for decoration.
0: What's the largest number of pillows that you've ever seen on a bed?
2: That would be my bed. My side of the bed. Yeah. (laughs) And my side of the bed has no fewer than four to five pillows on it at all times. And that's not decorative. That's the functional pillows that I Mm -hmm. need to sleep. And
1: then there's another, there? like, yes, yes.
2: five to ten decorative pillows on our bed at any given, at, time, at any given well. time. Those it are takes just my pillows.
1: 45 minutes to get into bed <laughs> to move all the, you know, all the pillows and stuff. And, uh, yeah, Liza went for, like, the pregnancy nest and never okay. left, you know? Oh, right <laughs> If it works just, for you, just you know, it. I'd say keep yeah. it.
3: Just kept I it. had but, one uh, of those
2: pregnancy pillows with Cooper that, like, it was as tall as I was. It was like a big U-shaped um, like loop, yeah. and it yeah. was as tall as I was. It was five yeah. feet in height. I and couldn't even the, see her in there. Yeah, it was great. It was just, you just go
1: in there. We great. called it Jerome.
0: It was like a third person in the bed. So now you can get a Land Rover version of this. This stuff. exactly pregnancy <laughs> pillow. Yeah, Good. no, it's yeah. it's going to be perfect. You know, I think the 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 most elaborate one I've seen is, it had pillows all the way from the head all the way down like you couldn't even sit on the bed there were so many pillows. That it, sounds it was like great. All the way down. That yeah. sounds great. Yeah, like
1: it was infected with pillows or something. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Just
0: a, just get a sunken living room and just throw them in oh, there. Oh, yeah, like a oh. wrestling pit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Slim pit. yeah i love this idea i yeah. love this idea i want like a u-shaped couch mm-hmm. and yeah. then i just want like the entire floor to be just like a pit of pillows
1: yeah pillow pit what yeah. you're describing is like a ball pit like a you know where yeah yeah okay all right ball pit for the living room speaking of ball pit for the living room uh stick shift use is up for the first year it's been on constant decline You know, do you think it's the new vinyl? Is stick shift uh, the next retro
0: thing that everybody's going to want back? It seems like uh, it seems like the kids, the youths, Mm -hmm. the youths, the youths are uh, are buying the manual transmission cars. Sales of manual transmission cars are increasing, both used and new cars. So demand is.
2: I think though, if you're going to read that article, I I do think it's important to note that after a steady decline in sales, there was a. 0.5% 0.5% uptick in gotta 2022. Got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. one year of data to say that there is an increase of sales. That's all you need to point out an increase.
1: So what you're saying is airtight is basically <laughs> what you're saying. It's
2: <laughs> not going to
0: mean that they, this, this trend may not continue is what you're saying. I don't I, think so. Is, I don't. is I think one it's here to single stay.
2: blip, is that really Just a because
0: trend? the margin of error on this data is... <laughs> plus or minus 3% and the increase is 0.5%. Doesn't give
2: this you the right point. to question
0: it. That's right.
2: This That's is right. my
3: point.
1: That's right. Exactly. Well the if it's good enough for the uh, US government, uh, you know, they've of course like in the 90s Basically stopped having uh, standard transmission vehicles because the guys couldn't drive them. So people are dumb. Would, people boot campers are dumb. Uh, coming out into the military for the first time could not drive Humvees that were stick shifts. So interestingly, they're automatic.
0: I, I read a related article, which is uh, the U.S. military is uh, having a difficulty finding suitable candidates for for basic training. They can't oh, really? get people who are uh, smart or fit enough to uh, pass, yeah. like the minimum standard. So I don't know. That makes Are sense. you dumbing yeah. down your standards? Yeah. If you're, if you're, maybe that yeah. should be the standard. You have to. Drive, you should be able, be able to drive a, drive a, drive a, a transmission. Speed. Yeah. Otherwise, that's
1: a good, you're. That's a good point. That's a good out. point. We call them the standard transmission in Canada because standard. Yeah, standard transmission. Yeah. I think that's what
0: my mom calls them. Maybe that's a generational thing. It
1: might be a generational thing.
0: Yeah.
2: Canada's never never past that.
0: No. No, 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 I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: did. Actually, speaking of generational gaps, I did find what was interesting going back to that article about the stick shift uh, was that some parents still prefer to have their new driver, you know, 16 to 18 year olds uh, learn how to drive sticks so that because it's a two handed operation, parents believe that their kids will be less likely to text and drive. No, I say you're still going to text and drive and they're <laughs> just going to be even more dangerous you're you're just more
1: it. likely to learn to steer with your knee that's all <laughs> that's the only thing that's that's gonna do that but that's also a useful skill mm-hmm. and uh you know later in life it'll be good for drinking coffee while driving your series land rover so and the texting.
0: worst the worst is mm-hmm. caramel apples. caramel yeah, apples and apples driving just bad it's hard it's messy it's hard to do.
2: cereal yeah i I think I can say I've never tried to eat a
3: caramel. <laughs> no, in my heart. Wait, you're I, out. I, I don't.
0: You're think out. I did that so, on the way to work today. No, yeah. of course he yeah. did.
3: It's really sticky in his beard, though.
0: I mean, yeah, uh, I, I have to have like at least two or three caramel apples a day.
3: That's true. <laughs> Meet that's your true. quota. Yeah. yeah. You you Shares sure with the any... horse
0: halfway through the day.
3: That's mm-hmm. true. Out. Do you think there's mm-hmm. any relevance to uh, like the year 1998 and this uptick in, in uh, these manual cars? Like, what is it that is now legally to import? That's right. You know, yeah. That's a manual transmission. Good point. Like everybody's yeah. but the increase. Through. The increase
0: is yeah. among new and used cars. Yeah, so both.
1: Does the new Corvette have a five-speed or whatever? It's probably eleven speeds or whatever. But does the new Corvette have a standard transmission? I don't know the answer to that. The Z08? Is it a Z08? I think something like that. You know, I know you can get it in the Mustang. They make a, a five-speed. Mm-hmm. You know, Nick Dimbleby has a uh, has a manual transmission LR3. I've never seen it before. I've never seen anything like that in my life. It was amazing. Uh, you you have. You saw it when you visited. I did. I, I mean, I just saw it, but it was ah. uh, it was fantastic. It was really cool.
0: Well, uh, it's a cool thing. They have cool yeah. cars in other countries that they we do. don't get
1: here. It was diesel. It was five-speed. It was Dimbleby. It had
0: mm-hmm. everything. It was great. You know, it I was, would buy that.
2: According to the internet, the final model to offer a stick was a seven-speed manual offered in the C7 Corvette. Oh, there C7, is man. no manual transmission available for the C8. The Corvette has joined the likes of Ferrari, Lamborghini, Audi, and McLaren, which do not offer manual transmissions. Anymore. You can't
1: get a manual in the Audi?
2: This is The, the internet never lies, so this must be true. We
1: accidentally joined QAnon just real quick there as well, so... <laughs> Um, Well, that's too bad. It is uh, it is nice, though, that there's a slight uptick and some manufacturers are are sticking to it. I don't think you can buy a Morgan with a manual transmission. So there you go. You have to Morgan. Yeah. I don't even know if they make a manual transmission. I think uh, most
2: of the most of the new high end luxury cars like have the paddle shifters. Right. And like the sport mode where you can, you know change gears manually yourself only a computer is like making sure you don't do it in a stupid way you don't
0: do it mm-hmm. bad yeah. my uh yeah. my van has those yeah do you use them every once in a while when yeah. i'm like going down a mountain grade or something like yeah. that
1: all or vin diesel shows up next to you you're like <laughs> let's do it let's do
0: dominic this.
1: Let's, do it. let's end this yeah. the only yeah. thing that so matters this, is what is family yeah that's that's great the freelander has a sport mode you know mm-hmm. pop it over into sport mode and it'll stall Am I right in does saying that
2: the Freelander was the first car that uh, Land Rover made that had that sport mode?
1: It had hill descent control.
2: Oh, hill descent control. Yeah. it had that
1: hill. Was a big de- deal. It's the first, yeah, the first car to have uh, hill descent control and to be uh, designed with shoulder pads included in the design. So mm. both of epilettes. those things. Yeah, and, yeah, it has little epaulets in it, and you can
0: I could see that attach your uh, rank to it. You it's know de- that that is Best interesting. Carver. They mentioned hill descent control. The Freelander. Is, uh, is sort of uh, a seminal work in that way. It, mm-hmm. uh, uh, there's so many automobiles that have held us in control. Hope That's true. They trademarked that. Did they trademark that? I feel oh, like you know, I don't that. actually know the answer to that.
1: But yeah, it's true. They really were. I mean, it was, the, it was the first car to have some of those really cool driver aid sort of things, which is, of course, what makes it the greatest Land Rover of all time.
2: The undisputed uh, king of Land Rovers. That's we've exactly established right. yeah. this for exactly. a year and a half now.
1: Speaking of the undisputed uh, king uh, or queen of something, we have maybe the most exciting news we've had on this podcast since that time that Linus got new overalls from that hobo that hands, uh, hangs out in the train yard. It is Rebel rally time. And what? you it know is. what that means. What's happening? It's Rebel vehicle announcement time.
2: Oh, man, this is so, exciting. Anybody who has been paying attention to our Instagram lately noticed that we've been like teasing this for a while now. And uh we made it very very clear a couple weeks ago that sadly we are not driving the 90 this year. Oh, our no. it's 90 true. It's true. not doing it. Uh the dream machine is not coming back this year. It was so cute. It
1: was. It was, it was a great so car. Cute. It we still have it just you know to to uh belie any uh concerns that perhaps we've sold it or something nope it's still here uh it's uh, safely tucked away downstairs but this year something quite different uh merely a polar opposite in fact
2: we've swung that pendulum far in the other direction yes. let's yes. put it that way yes jenna is going to be driving our vehicle this year jenna do you want to tell us uh do you want to tell us what what
3: we are driving i mean i can certainly drop some more hints here and a
1: 1992
3: ford (laughs) Taurus station wagon (laughs) wrong is it
0: an sho
1: it has been Mm -hmm. ls swapped so Mm -hmm. it's going to be great
3: yes um this is not the
0: gambler 500 this is this is a real actual
2: real serious oh yeah
3: right it's a real modern vehicle let's say i'm gonna just describe some of the features of it okay and and work our way up here so say
0: it's modern luxury Ooh, i would
3: say it is it mm. is modern luxury, in fact. Mm-hmm. And I would we, concur with that. We greatly benefited from, a, from some of that modern luxury okay. uh, recently yep. when we were out in the dunes. Yes. Testing, How high was it out there? It was like 104. Oh, yeah. my God. And, it, and I was cold. I was actually cold inside of the car a couple of times. What? Um, Which has, um, never, yeah. happened has never happened to never in a Land Rover ever in history. So we were in the desert. It was 104. We were mm-hmm. in the dunes. Mm-hmm. And I was cold. So that's mm-hmm. hit number one. Okay. Hit number two is that I was cold, not only from the like glorious and I don't know blustery maybe <laughs> air conditioning mm-hmm. coming Lustry, out of the yeah. dash, like yeah, yeah, just fair like, enough, yeah. Lots of volume, effortless air producing talent does, of this does vehicle. Does this
0: air have a pleasant smell?
3: It is very it has well the very filtered. New car oh, nice. smell. Yeah. Oh, interesting. and and but it okay. also has a, an in an onboard purification system which oh. you can actively monitor and see little orange particles turn into tiny blue particles as they pass through this Mm -hmm. filtration system. Oh, that's my
1: favorite thing to see from turn from one to the Mm -hmm, other. mm -hmm. Yeah, they're
3: not, you know, you don't see them in real life. You see them on a screen. Oh,
1: well, that's less fun.
3: the car has a screen. Yes. Mm. And so not only cold air coming from dash, also cold air coming from seat. So the seats are air conditioned, which is very disconcerting at first but also lovely. yeah i will right, say right liza right. turned it on and we're like well at first we're driving along she's like oh i think this car has air-conditioned seats and so she turns them on and we're like do you feel it i don't feel it i'm not sure i feel it oh yeah i feel it oh ooh. <laughs> ooh. and it is very like breezy and cool and your uh, warm bits which is pretty amazing also yeah. in the dance yeah okay cold item number three yeah. is magic It is inside the armrest. There is a cooler Mm. or a fridge. It's a fridge. So we will now have cold, cold cold brews in the middle of the afternoon. Whoa! This might
2: be our favorite feature of
3: the vehicle. (laughs) Because we are really debating whether, uh, you know, it seems, I'm going to give another hint, the vehicle is larger than last year's vehicle. So we're like, well, we have room now. We don't want to fill it full of junk and like a bunch of heavy stuff, but also like, would it be nice to have a fridge? You know, maybe a small mm-hmm. fridge, and this one has a little fridge built in, which is amazing. Yeah, as long as we yep. don't explode the yep. cold brews all over the car like right. last year. Right, be. that's probably so. Mike. Uh, so, so... you look like you're ready mm-hmm. to take
2: a guess mm-hmm. here.
0: No, I, I just have more questions. This is mm-hmm. like uh, this is I too more, like a I have more questions question than you know, answers know, yeah. uh, at this point. But it sounds like there's a, mm-hmm. a little bit more concession to driver comfort mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. last year was, was pretty grueling in mm-hmm. uh this you could old say that mm-hmm. uh noisy, bumpy, uh hot, breaky yeah. breaky yeah. mm-hmm. Land Rover. So breaky in some ways, not yep. breaky and in- not breaky <laughs> in the yeah. <laughs> breaky in the way
1: you don't want it and not breaky in the way you do.
0: So uh so you you're gonna be a little <laughs> bit a, more able to focus on the task at hand, uh, it sounds mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm.
2: Um That's the hope.
0: So mm-hmm. so is this vehicle specially prepared in any way for the event? Tell us about that.
2: Thank you for asking that question. Turns out we are extremely excited to tell you and all of our listeners uh, that this car was specially built for us to our specifications by JLR North America. What? JLR. Given us a brand new. Defender one thirty to run in this year's event, which is uh pretty exciting because it's the first Incredible. time that JLR has gotten involved in the rebel rally. So we will be the first team uh to ever have that support from them.
0: Wow. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool.
2: It's yeah. exciting. Super, super stoked to be and uh, so
0: they've they've prepared it uh for the event. Do we do we know what it is and how it's prepared?
2: Yeah. So it's a Defender 130. It's got the P400 engine in it. Mm -hmm. uh, So the six cylinder. So essentially what they did was they took a car and prepared it very similar to how they're preparing this year's Trek vehicles for Trek 2023. But they really want us to run in the bone stock category. And so for those that don't know, bone stock means that everything on the car especially anything that could uh, improve the performance of the vehicle Mm -hmm. has to be a manufacturer option. It has to be something that you or I could go onto the website and order if we were buying a new Defender. Uh, So the only difference between this and some of the Trek cars is that it doesn't have the accessories that Lucky 8 typically builds out for them. It's a pretty killer car.
1: And we, uh, yeah, we put out a uh, an announcement uh, sort of video that uh, that anybody who wants to can go check it out, see the car, see uh, it driving it around. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. It's like Darth Vader's Land Rover.
0: So for those uh, listeners who aren't familiar with how the Trek cars are prepared, what are some of the special features that those get?
2: Uh, we've got a factory-installed winch, the mm-hmm. worn winch up on the front with the bumper that goes around it. Um, we've got the front underbody protection added mm-hmm. to this vehicle. This we've got place. the raised mm-hmm. air intake, that, that. Nope. plastic snorkel on the driver's side that you can barely even tell is a mostly snorkel. For, mostly for
3: air
0: quality dust. and yes. less dust for, sand, not yeah, so much for, sure. for water. No. No. But you're going to yeah. need that because it's dusty there. So it's much dusty. Dust. Yeah. Very <laughs>
2: dusty. Very, very dusty. Uh, they've added the rear mud flaps. They've added the Expedition roof rack to it so that mm-hmm. we can carry um, our traction boards up on the sides yep. as well as a sixth tire because, you know, you never know you never if know. you're going to need it. Yeah, you never know. Uh, they put on the side mounted gear carrier that we all call the spice, spice rack. rack. Yeah, you got to oh, have yeah. that. We're gonna have mm-hmm. this. We do have the spice rack. And they put their uh, factory-installed ladder on the mm-hmm. driver's side, which I got to say was a huge hit at our mm-hmm. Rebel training. Oh, I like that ago. ladder so
1: much. the little
0: foldy-out ladder
2: is, is fantastic. Pretty cool. It's really
3: it neat. Cool. Yeah, I really yeah.
1: like it.
0: it I've it's never
1: used cool.
3: it. it.
0: It looks a little silly, but you're saying it's actually really handy.
3: Yeah, it like comes out and then it like deploys, so there's like a two-stage kind of ladder situation.
0: It's, all about it's like slowly. a fire escape from your roof okay. rack. Mm, very cool. And yeah. uh, so does it have uh, like optional wheels and tires? Is it? Uh...
2: So we're using the Goodyear Duratrac tires, mm-hmm. um, and that was really important to Land Rover. And it kind of makes sense. It's what they've done all of their vehicle testing on. So when it comes to their safety standards, when it comes to their capability of the vehicle and how mm-hmm. it performs off-road, their testing has been done with these tires as their benchmark. Mm-hmm. So they know what to predict when they have those tires on. So we're going with the Goodyear Tracks this right. year. Makes sense.
0: Yeah. Very cool. So Is it safe to say a sponsorship? Is that safe to say? Well, I don't know if you
2: know this, Ike, mm-hmm. but... We're officially influencers now, Ooh. so <laughs> they are providing us with free use of this vehicle for a limited time, but actually a pretty long time yeah. uh, to uh, to go show it off and see what we can do. In so the Rebel you have rally the vehicle this year.
0: now and you're we preparing do. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you're, do. you're kidding it out on the inside. Getting it Uh, all ready.
2: Yeah. Because by the time this episode airs, (laughs) Jenna, don't think about this too hard. We leave in six days from the
3: time that this episode airs. I know it's crazy. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow. Oh my Uh, god. Awesome,
3: but panic-inducing, but awesome.
0: That's soon. It's gonna be great. And Mm -hmm. so the vehicle has uh, a custom wrap on the outside with your sponsors and logos and names and all these sorts of good things. Mm -hmm. When will we be able to see this?
2: So we dropped that video on Friday that showed you the naked black matte car. We got the car from JLR, wrapped completely flat black with the Trek logo on the front hood. Mm -hmm. And then we will be adding some graphics to it next week. So what you're seeing on our Instagram at the moment is uh, the base layer. Let's put it that way. It's the Mm -hmm. base layer. And uh, it's going to get some more... Oh uh, yeah, I got to get some
1: decals on there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Thirty-seven pieces of flare. Well, this is really yes. exciting. I can't wait to see it, and uh, I'm really, uh, really rooting for you guys to to do us all proud. Thanks. So let's talk a little bit about uh, training.
1: Uh, you guys have not just got this brand new, fantastic, uh, murdered-out car, but you also uh, have been doing a pretty significant amount of self-improvement. You know, you've been uh, we meditating. Sure have. <laughs> you've been uh, drinking a lot of tea. You know, <laughs> watching your cholesterol, Cleanse. you know, all the important things. Yeah, cleanses.
2: You know, you joke, but actually Jenna and I have been trying really, really hard this year to get strong and uh, improve our endurance so that mm-hmm. we can kind of handle the eight grueling days of the rebel rally. So mm-hmm. you joke, but actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. actually... We've both You've started exclusively peeing
1: uh, outside, uh, <laughs> so that just, just get ready no. for that and just no. get that mm-hmm. dialed in. Yeah. No, uh, uh, no but
2: but we have been doing a lot of training this year, and uh, anybody who followed our Instagram noticed that we were taking our uh, 110 out. Stephen yeah. and I own a 2022 Trek car that is a 110, and Jen and I, we weren't sure if Land Rover was going to come through with a car, but we decided just in case... We wanted to get kind of get ahead of the game. And we took that 110 out and did several trainings throughout the year in that vehicle. Mm -hmm. And that way, when JLR did come through and say, hey, we're going to give you this vehicle, uh, you know, we had at least a baseline of comfort in it in some of our rebel situations.
3: We also just came back from a very dedicated week of training. Um, I flew down and we spent a solid just nonstop week. It was crazy. It was a whirlwind. We were in the car <laughs> yeah, all day, so much, all night. so much. <laughs> so yeah, you, but, you
0: guys did uh, did two different training seminars.
2: We did, right? we did, and we they did. were ten
3: hours apart, distance-wise, basically. Yeah. The first one,
2: the first one, JLR mm. set us up with a a driving experience at LRE up in Quail's Lodge, which is in Monterey, California. Right. And we spent the day
1: quail hunting.
2: Not quail <laughs> hunting. We oh. spent the day out on their tracks. And having them go through with us so that we really understood all of the different buttons, all mm-hmm. of the different modes, all mm-hmm. of the different the ways that the car responds when mm-hmm. you turn settings on and off. We wanted mm-hmm. to really have the best grasp of when to use some of those features somewhat strategically when we're mm-hmm. out there. And they did a great job. They took us through. Jenna got to drive some really fun trails, get some wheels up in the air, things like that, but to have them go through and really talk us through so that we really understand when you put it into tiny cactus versus mud and ruts, exactly Mm -hmm. what it is doing to your throttle response, to your uh, suspension, to the revs of the engine, all of that kind of
3: stuff. And the traction control. Yeah, I think this was actually a really critical learning piece for me because Mm -hmm. as many of you know, I drive. A much older Land Rover every day and my I guess familiarity and comfort and intuition Mm -hmm. with the newer cars is was maybe sort of non-existent and so uh, it was really helpful to have sort of this from you know zero to a hundred learning curve of here start from scratch and now a few days later go you know jam through the dunes but right um, in the LRE training you know just really as a they just, they teach it in the way as if you're just a new person coming to this, you know, what is, you know, square one, um, walking around the vehicle, looking at the approach angles and the departure angles and the, you know, ground clearance and the overhead clearance and the side, you know, where the widest points of the body are, what to be mindful for when you're on the trails, thinking about the turning radius of the car and points along the side that we talked a lot about, like turning at the A pillar versus the B yep. pillar. and um, And so just having sort of a spatial awareness of the car was really helpful because it's a very large vehicle yeah. Um, and it, i mean compared to the you know the 90 we drove mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. which is very comparable to my daily driver you know little 88 the 130 is you know much grander let's yes, say yes you could yeah. fit two 88s <laughs> inside of the yeah. 130 <laughs> she's a voluptuous beast <laughs> Yeah.
1: yes indeed Ooh.
3: Ooh. yeah so having that just getting more Spatial awareness of the car was really useful, right. and then, uh, yeah, being talked through those settings, like the difference, you know, when you might use the the sand or the grass, gravel, snow versus mud and ruts, for example. Right. Like, if you're just, you know, your intuition is like, oh, I'm on a gravel road, I guess, or I'm, you know, on a gravel track, maybe I should put it in uh, grass, gravel, snow, and then when you really understand that, well, grass, gravel, snow. it it like decreases the throttle response and the traction control so that you're not making kind of uh, quick responding, you know, movements that Mm -hmm. would cause loss of traction. Um, But Mud and Ruts has a much more increased throttle response and increased traction control response. And so if we're on a a dirt track that has a lot of washes, for example, mm-hmm. we actually probably want mud and ruts because I want to be able to let off the gas and have it immediately respond to me slowing down and then being able to sort of tippy toe my way through the rut and then hit the throttle just at the right moment to get it to pull through the rut and have the traction control kick in, right? Yeah. I would not want to be in grass, gravel, snow for that situation. And prior to this training, I really just didn't feel like I had an intuitive sense of those settings. And mm-hmm. now I it's, you know, it feels a lot more comfortable, I guess. <laughs> Which I'm excited about.
0: Well, I think so. uh, I think a lot of uh, owners don't necessarily know all the functions and features and how they work and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, we should maybe have a follow-up where Jenna describes, like, <laughs> some of these features and uh, the best time to use them and stuff. When like
1: to you. use tiny cactus and mm-hmm. when to yeah. use tiny Christmas tree. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, though, you know, for anybody who um, has ever, you know, been part of the Land Rover community for a long time and looks at those new vehicles and thinks, man... There's a lot happening there that I am just not accustomed to. Um, you know, like like Jenna said, being able to really truly understand it helps you make the right choice for you when you're out in the field. Yeah. And I, you know, I would highly recommend for anybody who can afford it and who's near one, if you can get to a Land Rover experience to have them walk you through it, it's totally worth it. It, it was yeah. a great experience and I'm super grateful that we had that because the last time Jenna was in one of these vehicles was my car back in Ridgecrest in June. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she kind of knew where some of the buttons were, but <laughs> she didn't really know what they all did. And I would often, just yell. I would yell. would And would on the buttons. Yeah, I'd, I'd be doing all the button pushing. And now to <laughs> see her after. Just half a day with with the guys at LRE and now all of a sudden we're out in the dunes, which is the next part of our training, and Jenna is just seamlessly reaching over and she's changing settings and turning off traction control and making sure that we're, you know, hill descent control is on and she's got it, you know, like she (laughs) now she's got such a good handle on it that, you know, she can go back to worrying about the things that she has to worry about, picking her line. And you know, making sure she's got nice throttle control and she's driving smooth and not faster than she can see. Like now, she can go back to just driving and not Which worrying about. Which cold brew this to have computer. later on in
1: the day? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Turning
3: very... my seat cooler up to three yeah. instead of two.
1: Yeah. Make sure you adjust it for just the right amount <laughs> of button make All
0: the difference. Yeah.
2: Make you have no difference. idea. You have yeah. no idea. It is the rebel is an 8 day event right and it is a mental and physical marathon and by the end of it you are so exhausted and where our hope is that you know having a car with these features and with a bit more attention to comfort and mm-hmm. just frankly climate control <laughs> is going to hopefully help us improve that mental stamina mm-hmm. so that when we hit that 2 o'clock in the afternoon time period where we start just, like, feeling how tired we are, yeah. you know, we're not also, you know, we haven't been sitting in a car that's been rattling us apart and we've been sweating through every
3: piece mm-hmm. of clothing that we have, so that should yeah. be nice. that's nice, yeah, I mean, less Liza's soup. Yeah. yeah, last year, no matter how much we drank, like... We were filling our water bottles off the back of the truck like right. 17 times a day. I maybe peed like twice during the whole rally. <laughs> I feel like I was so dehydrated the whole time. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be a totally very drastic thing. And we have more power, which is like also yeah. going to so be a huge game changer. Like, I know I always am like, yeah, we don't need more power. It's fine. But like, it's actually going to be awesome. Like mm-hmm. yeah. being able to jam on the the highway transits because we do have a few of those like you know the posted speed limit or <laughs> slightly <laughs> above maybe a few miles above yeah, yeah. i know and then on the like on washboardy and like slightly rutted dippy roads where it's not crazy dippy but where in the you know with a um an older kind of suspension system you just you really have to be more mindful of those yeah. little dips and whoops and this one is just going to kind of glide over i think which is mm-hmm. going to be a a pretty yeah. big time saver for us mm-hmm. which it's not necessarily you know it's specifically not a race, right. but time is a very important part of um, being successful. Time mm-hmm. management and pacing mm-hmm. throughout the day, mm-hmm. and so while you're not going crazy fast to, you know, find the checkpoints, it is also important to keep a steady pace. Yes. in order mm-hmm. to get as many checkpoints as possible. Efficiency.
0: Yeah, you know, the ability helpful. to make up
2: mm-hmm.
0: quickly for for perhaps a wrong turn or something like that. I mm-hmm. think it would be crucial in this particular event.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I would point out that one thing that is different from in our truck than it was or in this truck we're using compared to one of the Trek vehicles is that uh, the nav has been disabled. Yes, Yes. that's right. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Steven played around with it today. He said, so what happens if you try to go to the nav screen? And I said, (laughs) try to find it. Doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We even
1: asked the computer to take us to the nav thing. And it's like that command isn't available. Like it's really gone.
0: (laughs) I I was hoping it would just shock you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, through
3: the seat coolers.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. oh no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really cool and no digital compass, no GPS, mm. no anything. Yeah, but it does have disabled. does have a TerraTrip uh mm. fitted, which the folks at, mm-hmm. uh, at JLR uh, here in uh, well, they're in uh, New York, were were able to integrate seamlessly into the car. It's really fantastic and sits. Just nestled right beside the main screen of the uh, car, and uh, you're able to, uh, you know, use it's it's a regular terror trip just like we have on the on the other Defender on the 90, and uh, that's really cool. It's neat to see like a new car with, uh, you know, like that with these sort of vintage rally uh, things <laughs> in there, you know, like, uh, you know, a well, so something
2: and that I think we're going to do for our listeners. Uh, last year we did a um, Instagram live from the start line the night before mm-hmm. we left. Um, When we were at uh, the pre-tech inspection, I think we're going to do something similar this year. And by then the car is fully packed, fully ready to go. It's got all of our stuff in it. My office in the passenger seat will be (laughs) fully set up. And I think what I'd like to do is take our listeners and viewers through a little uh, tour of that vehicle. So we'll make sure that we post some more details as we approach that. But it'll be Wednesday the 11th. Sometime Mm -hmm. in October. Wednesday the 11th, we'll mm-hmm. do a little a little Instagram live at some point that day. And we'll make sure that we uh, share those details so- to our social media pages as we get a little bit closer on what time that will be at. Um, and we'll take people on a little tour of all the things that we've done to make that car more user friendly for the yep. purpose of the rally. And yep. how we've got all our gear stored and everything that you need in order to be off grid in the desert for eight days on a navigation rally
1: super cool. It's just going to be so cool. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what uh, you guys get up to in that new car. Wow. Hopefully the distributor won't uh, blow up because it doesn't have one. <laughs> um, you know, so that that, uh, that, that will be help. good. Yeah, that should help. Yeah. Uh, you know,
2: I bet that. you when we said earlier in this episode that we were driving a 130, I bet there were some people at home that went, oh, 130. Why they put them in a 130? Why not a 110? And I will tell you, dear listeners, that For half a second, we probably said the same thing on our end, but, but, but I will say, uh, that taking that 130 out last week, taking it out to the sand dunes in Glamis and ripping it around, um, taking it, you know, out on a trail today. Stephen and I Mm -hmm. took it out for a little Mm bit. Uh, I will say that with that P400 engine, I actually think that the power-to-weight ratio in this 130 is significantly better than our 110 with the P300. Um, and I actually I enjoy driving this 130 more than my 110.
1: So if you're Hot interested takes. in buying Hot a 2021 Trek <laughs> uh, Defender, yeah, <laughs> yeah. low <laughs> mileage, uh, well cared for. Uh, Hot
2: yeah. take, yeah, yeah but yeah, exactly. but no, I I'm I'm actually really excited about it. We were a little scared that it was going to be heavy in the sand, yeah. Uh, but that motor is plenty powerful to get us out of whatever we get ourselves have into. You, so have
0: you done any practiced recoveries?
3: So we, we dug ourselves out of the dunes we, we sure did, but it wasn't sure because did. of the weight of the car. It was because I was trying to I fumbled my button pushing and paused fumbled a little too button. early at the top of a hill and it was just a little backwards and it just got dug in just beached but
0: were you cresting, but it was, a quick cresting a dune? it was a quick
3: yeah i was cresting a dune and i was like trying to turn off or turn on the hill descent because i didn't have it on and then i paused just a fraction of a second too early and we were at a three or sorry a three degree back pitch one degree according we to one, one degree, degree. according we were to the computer one... on the screen and uh, and it was just enough. Then, then I dug in, and then we tried to test out the uh, there's a low traction launch feature, yeah. which in this case maybe didn't quite launch us. It we just dug it. I dug us in more hole, but it did not take that long to get us out in the yeah. uh, nice. with a few max tracks. It was fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, this, this year you guys I, have no
1: less than six traction boards with you. So we you do can have make six. a little highway yeah, back to wherever that's you true. Need to go. Yeah, yeah six.
3: True. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. true. But I will say it's really fun in the uh, sand uh, it is it's really so fun. fun in the sand oh uh, we were just jamming around i got like full redemption on this bowl side slope situation that i kind of felt very apprehensive and then chickened out on let in the spring when we were out training in the in the 110 and so then i i after after some pep talking and some little practice rainbows i, I worked my way up to doing the big bowl maybe you call it the toilet bowl the big like ring around the bowl on a mm-hmm. side slope mm-hmm. and
0: this is, it was a, really satisfying. this is a dune feature in Glamis. It
3: is. It yeah. is. But it was also, it's really cool. That truck, that truck did really well. So Fair I'm on. excited about it. And we did a lot of hill descent control on mm-hmm. some very steep dunes. Yep. And it works swimmingly. And I did Google that the hill descent control is a patented feature by Land Rover.
0: Oh, oh it is.
3: Yes. Though what I don't know, it? I mean, how much you could vary it and then...
0: And the first vehicle thing. to be fitted with this patented feature was is what? the was first Freelander. Lander,
3: the first Freelander. The first and the
1: best.
0: And the best. First, yeah. And the best.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And didn't it was a peak. That's peak Land Rover right there. It's all been yeah. downhill pretty much since the Freelander. So
0: everybody has <laughs> their point, at which, you know Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: mm-hmm. you know, they just sort of, you know. I think uh, Dixon was the uh nineteen fifty Series One Land Rover. That's where he was like, Ooh, it's no, too bad he has a fifty-three. That, yeah. Yeah. You know with with Freelander floor mats, though, it so does. that's it a does. nice upgrade. That's a nice uh, yeah. upgrade to that I helped him car. with that
0: upgrade. I don't know if I remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh yeah, installed
1: those for him. It was a nice upgrade. That was a nice. Uh, that's exactly what that car needed. So that was a good thing. Well, it is super exciting, and like you said, we're not even two weeks away from you guys that's embarking true. on uh, the adventure of a lifetime, second year in a row. Now in your non rookie year, so yeah. you are a seasoned, veterans. Uh, yeah, veterans in this. Uh, you know, you're yeah. the uh, the Doug Flutie of uh, of Rebel, I'm, um, I'm, you know. that is for... a joke
2: that is going to sail over most people's yeah. heads. But he
0: played down here for a little while. Unlike
2: is his kicks, it no. will
0: no. sail over yeah. most people's <laughs> heads. Okay, all yeah. right. Well, I for one am jealous that uh, that you guys have uh, some factory support. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You get the mm-hmm. you get the car yeah. to use during the rally. Huge uh, Shout out
2: to JLR for that, yeah, and that's, then also. That's We have to thank our key sponsor. You know, Full Sail University sponsored us in the Dream Machine last year. Yep. And they're back again this year as our banner sponsor. And we're really excited to, um, you know, have the Full Sail livery on the outside of the car. Yep. Uh, So, you know, massive thank you to everybody over there and the team at Platinum Creative at Full Sail that uh, designed the graphics that are going to be added to this car. Um, Huge, huge shout out to them.
1: Yeah, well... I think in conclusion, um, like you mentioned, the 90, we refer to as the dream machine, as that is a legacy full-sale thing, as well as the machine that uh, powered the dreams of uh, you guys uh, heading into the Rebel. Now in its second year, uh, what are you uh, referring to this one? What's this one's name?
2: We've codenamed it Eclipse because um, on the very first stage of the Rebel this year, Um, That'll be on Saturday, October 14th. There happens to be an annular solar eclipse. And based on where we've been in previous years on the Rebel on day one, I think there's a high likelihood that Emily Miller might have us somewhere in that maybe 90% zone of being able to see 90%. Maybe she's going to take us far enough up into northern Nevada to see it at 100%. I wouldn't right. put it past her, right. but we're not totally sure. So here's hoping for a really great photo opportunity with our vehicle, the Eclipse, in front of a real live honest to god eclipse in the sky you
1: know with a couple of people just staring at it with their naked eyes <laughs> just uh yeah yeah you can't help it you're always going to have that guy you know somebody he's always going to do that you know uh well that's exciting that's super exciting and uh of course we are looking so forward to following your tiny little dots uh, around <laughs> the uh map uh, for uh eight straight days and uh, ike and i uh theorizing as to why it is that you've stopped and what's gone on and who's dead. There won't be so. as
2: much stopping this year, <laughs> I'm I telling not. you now. It's, it's,
1: it's going to be great, not, though. Yeah. It's going to be great. We would get people, people would be DMing us. Uh, there's, uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was an exciting what's time. Happening? Do you know um,
0: anything? What's going on? And it's going <laughs> to be
1: just as exciting this year, I'm sure. Well, and we will, uh, like you said, we're going to do some live updates uh, at the start like we did last year and then, of course, our uh, patented Lake Hill Descent Control uh, after rebel wrap up where we'll uh, we'll chat about everything post game show uh, you got know, a post game <laughs> show they go to the post game the hot stove lounge literally <laughs> yeah. there, you go. there you go it's our favorite thing so uh as liza mentioned if you haven't headed over to our youtube channel yet uh why not you know there's all kinds of things on youtube you could learn to rewire your house if you want you know and it's totally to up to code yeah you know let's <laughs> get that sparking light switch taken care of or uh look at uh, Liza and i trekking across scotland maybe working on the freelander or the series three maybe looking at a bear trap with uh, ike or feeding a horse or tasting different liquids uh, from different land rovers it's all there and uh go check it out it's free you might have to watch an ad or something but for the most part it's free and uh if you do watch it we really appreciate you subscribing because uh you know this thing ain't free and uh, it's uh, nice to uh, nice to have uh, that uh, cash money, so we can uh, keep and this ship sailing.
2: If you if you really love what these guys do, and I'm not sure that that applies no to does. many of you no out there, does. but if you do, well, like if you do we do, so. we do, we do have a Patreon. We
1: and do, yeah.
2: And on that Patreon, we have some uh, special features, including if you liked the interview last week with Duncan Barber, everyone. Um, There is a bonus five minute clip over on Patreon where he tells his most memorable memory from all of the years that he was involved in Camel Trophy, where they got themselves into a very sticky situation with some locals. And that is definitely worth checking out. And you can only hear that over on the Patreon feed.
1: We'll just say this. It's a group of people called Pork Knockers. So I don't think you need to even I mean, what? That's all the intrigue you could possibly want. So head want on over find, there and check yeah, I want to
0: find yeah. out what happens.
1: <laughs> and uh, we are uh, in the process of getting together all of the new Rebel Car merch, so that you'll have that on the store. Uh, so keep uh, tuned up to underpoweredhour.com and check that out. We have uh, old Rally Car. We have the 90, uh, all kinds of great stuff. Stickers, we have new little pins. We've got all kinds of fun stuff you can get there. And of course, your Tiny Ike keychains, Tiny Ike stickers, and twelve-inch Ike and Linus action figures for your RC Land Rover. So uh, make sure you nope. uh, you pick those nope. up.
2: There's um, no action figures. You no, know, nope.
1: Ike will also yeah. record a uh, a message for your answering machine, or just call one of your relatives that you don't want to talk to and tell them you're not coming to Thanksgiving dinner this year.
0: Full-size no Stephen Barris body pillows available mm-hmm. on the <laughs> website.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no problem. They're great. You know, and it's a it's a tasteful tasteful photo as well that it's even i no don't note.
2: want yeah. to sleep with that it has
1: yeah, uh, you
0: like <laughs> pillows and
2: steven
1: and it's well yeah at least one of those things she does yeah and it's got that flippy that flippy sequence where you can you can flip it one way and it's mm-hmm. one picture you flip it another way it's a different picture something totally else <laughs> yeah yeah uh, you're gonna love it all right well at that thank you so much for joining us liza thank and you, jenna guys. good uh work on getting a sponsorship from JLR. That is very huge, very incredible impressive. new defender. And we're so excited to see you guys out there. Uh, good luck and Godspeed. I know you're going to give them hell and uh, we will all be here watching your tiny dot uh, slowly cruise around a map and uh, Thank it will you. be equally as fun for us. I'm sure so, it's going to be great. It's going to be <laughs> great. It's going to be great. All right. Well, at that, good we'll luck, talk guys. to you next week.
3: All
2: right. Bye. Bye. Bye.